feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Cosby show everybody still talking about President Biden's pop-in at the border and I couldn't believe this but a little bit ago the White House put out a fact sheet up on their website it was actually posted right before Biden went down to visit Brownsville and in it they talk about the money and the aid for the border and a whole bunch of different ideas that they're trying to sell some hogwash on the American public. And then they refer to the migrants as newcomers. Get this, newcomers. Is that how you would describe illegal migrants? That to me is unconscionable. And it just shows that these people are so out of touch They have no idea what they're talking about, and they're trying to change the semantics. So I guess the guy who killed Lakin Riley, who was the beautiful Georgia nursing student who was killed by an illegal immigrant who never should have come into this country. He was already arrested when he came in, and then he continued, then he went to New York, then he also was tied to shoplifting in Athens, Georgia. The list goes on and on and on. Is he a newcomer, too? I mean, come on, give me a break. Isn't that amazing that now every time they put in this fact sheet, they say, we are going to provide $1.4 billion assistance to cities and states who are providing critical services to newcomers, and we would expedite work permits for people who are in this country and qualify. If that doesn't say it all, it says that these people have no clue, first off, what the situation is with illegal immigration, or I should say they have a clue, they just don't want us to have a clue, because the president still has yet to say anything at all about Lakin Riley. Her funeral was just a few hours ago in Athens, Georgia. It was so unbelievably emotional. There were, you know, her fellow students were crying and they were weeping. The pastor was describing a woman who had her whole life ahead of her, beloved, joyous, friendly to everybody. And then you find out this monster, this illegal migrant, again, a repeat offender, took her life away. And the president still has yet to even say her name. And then he puts out this sheet saying how we're going to give more money to illegal migrants, but we're not going to call them migrants. We're going to call them newcomers because, boy, aren't we all excited that they're coming into our country and depleting our resources and murdering Georgia nursing students. Aren't we happy about that? 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Are you as insulted as I am when you see them playing with semantics? Again, they can spend the time trying to spin the words to say newcomers versus migrants, and yet the president can't even get out the name Lincoln Riley, and it's Lincoln Hope Riley. Uh, because she was hopeful for a great future. 
And to me, it is just so preposterous that this president continues to spin and spin. And we were all wondering, like, when he goes down to the border, is he going to do an executive order? Is he going to finally admit, okay, I made a mistake when I tried to overdo and overturn those 94 executive orders tied to the border, most of all of those tied to President Trump that were working? Would he have the guts and would he have the honesty to say, you know what, I was wrong. I need to go back to some of these policies because they were working. And boy, have I really messed up America in the last three years with an open border. But no, we didn't even get that. He did not even institute any executive orders. There was no new policy. All there was was new vitriol towards President Trump and the Republican Party, blaming everybody else. And also talking about climate change. That's a new one, too. Can you imagine? You go down to the border. He's worried about the phrasing of newcomers. He's focused on climate, and President Trump is focused on the border. Here is Congresswoman Kat Kamek, how she describes the political objective of President Biden and his little pop-in visit. Let's be clear. Biden's visit to the border was not about securing the border. It was about securing votes. That is all that visit was, because if he was truly interested in securing the border, he would rescind his executive orders that rolled back all of President Trump's actions to secure the border. He would have been serious if he had gone to, say, Del Rio, El Paso, Tucson, San Diego, any sector that has been seeing thousands of illegals crossing on any given day. But instead, as I said, this was about securing the vote, not securing the border. It's a joke, and we all know it. That's a really powerful line. He went down to secure votes, not to secure the border. And the White House keeps getting asked, you know, what's the deal with Lake and Riley? Why hasn't the president picked up the phone? Remember when there were the two legislators at the Tennessee House and they were protesting about a whole bunch of different issues at the time. And that was not even a life or death circumstance, if you will, because in this case, this was Lake and Riley, whose life was just taken from her. Well, he called those two legislators, remember? It was within hours. And whenever there's an issue, he called the George Floyd family. He's, I mean, you can, the list goes on and on and on. For some reason, he's a little too busy to call the family of Lake and Riley. And you and I all know why. The reason is the minute he starts doing that, it's going to go back to the border because it's going to be how did this killer, how did this animal who disfigured her skull, how did he actually make it into the country? How was he able to stay in the country? How was he able to reoffend while he was in the country? It all goes back to Biden's soft on border policies and soft on crime policies. All this craziness, it's just like the fentanyl crisis. That's why he never talks about the fentanyl deaths. That's why he never talks about the 85,000-plus kids that are suddenly missing in this country. All the cases of human trafficking, sex trafficking, he doesn't bring it up because the minute you bring it up, it goes to, well, how are they getting here? How is this happening? They're coming through the wide-open southern border that this president could change in an instant with a five-second executive order, even one of them. He didn't even do that. And he didn't even pick up the phone to call Lake and Riley. Listen, here is Corinne Jean-Pierre. She was on CNN yesterday, and she was asked about it, and listen to this word salad. 
Karina, has the president spoken to the family of Lakin Hope Riley, the young Georgia student who was murdered allegedly at the hands of an undocumented immigrant? So first of all, I, I do want to extend uh, our deepest condolences to the family and loved ones of Lakin Hope Riley. Uh, given this is an active uh, case, I'm going to be really careful about uh, speaking to that case more specifically. I would have to refer any anything specific to that uh, to that case to law enforcement and obviously ICE. And I, the president, I don't have anything. Uh, 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 regarding to the present speaking to the family, but it is heartbreaking. I, I can't even imagine what the family's going through. And so, um, but uh, anything else specifically, I would have to refer you to ICE and law enforcement. Just for clarity, when you say you don't have anything else in regards to them speaking, so we can assume that they haven't spoken to this point at least. I just don't have anything to read out to you. If they have spoken, will you correct us and let us, let us know that there is something uh, that you can't I, I would, we would, we would let you know. I just don't have anything for you. Perfect. Yeah. In other words, he hasn't, because you know, if he had, she would have said, oh, yeah. She wouldn't say, oh, I, I, I don't have any more for you on this one. That, to me, is so transparent. And talk about just cold and inconsiderate. But again, the minute he does that, and probably the parents would go click, you know, or, or give them, you know, give him and the rest of the White House team a piece of their mind. If I were the parents, I would say, could you also get Alejandro Mayorkas on the phone with you, Mr. President? Because I'd love to speak to the two of you right now. Can you imagine that moment? And maybe say, I'd like to bring cameras and meet you in the Oval Office, because I'd really love to tell you what I really think of your open border policy that bears responsibility for my child's death. And here's a little bit more of Corinne Jean-Pierre. Again, this is while she was with CNN. The other one was when she was at the White House. Here she's on CNN and asked a little bit more about Lake and Riley and listen to this word salad. Again, I mean, this is a horrific, horrific loss for any family. And obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, uh, we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens. And obviously, uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again. But here's the thing. We have done the work. Uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. The Republicans have gotten in the way. They have gotten in the way. And that's what we continue to see over and over and over again. We've done the work and the Republicans have gotten in the way. That is like alternate universe. I don't even know what to say when I hear something like that. I'm like, what planet are these people on? And did you hear, you know, yeah, we feel bad. We feel this. Guess what? The president can't even spend five minutes and just pick up the phone. He calls when the women's basketball wins a championship. He picks up the phone right away. He calls when other things happen like that. He's got the time. He certainly does. He's not doing interviews. He's not out there that much on the campaign trail because they don't want to put him out there. But you know what? He has plenty of time to pick up the phone and say, I am so sorry for the loss of your child. Let me know if I can help you with anything. Whatever he wants to say, he doesn't even have the courage to face her parents. And yet, I will say kudos to President Trump, because yesterday when he went to the border, he remembered Lake and Riley. Just one week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. She was a morning run. She was doing a keep herself in shape. She was a beautiful young woman. She was a great person, best nursing student there was. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond, beyond belief. 
But she was beautiful, just so beautiful in so many ways and brutally assaulted, horrifically beaten, kidnapped and savagely murdered. The monster that charged, uh, charged in the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked. I took the name away from Hillary because she's no longer relevant, I guess. She was terrible, but he is, what he is doing is just unbelievable. Joe Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it. We're not going to forget her. And nobody should forget her because her case epitomizes what happens when you have a wide open southern border and then you have a judicial system which gives people uh, a basically in and out burger. Come in, you go out. Come in, you go out. Let's go to Al real quick. Line one. Al, your thoughts. Yeah, Rita, I just wanted my thoughts and prayers to Lincoln Riley's family today as she was laid to rest. Uh, This tragedy uh, will live with them for the rest of their lives. Uh, They'll wake up with it and they'll go to sleep with it. And I just wanted to quickly say thank President Trump for doing what was morally right and decent by acknowledging this tragedy and reaching out to her loved ones. Yeah, absolutely. What do you make of the fact, um, and we just have a few seconds left, Al, but what do you make of the fact that President Biden has not bothered to even say her name or pick up the phone to her family? It's a disgrace. Yeah, I think so, too. And it's stunning. But you know what, Al? I thought to myself, he may not do it just for the same reason he never talks about fentanyl. I mean, I've heard him say fentanyl, I think, once or twice over the last three years. To me, That says it all, because the minute you do it, you have to say, well, how did her killer come across the border? How did all these killers, how do all the cartels that bring in fentanyl? It goes right back to the border. And that's why it shows that he is playing politics every step of the way. Um, Al, thank you very, very much. And I agree with you. Um, I think we should never forget Lake and Riley and also just remember what happened Uh, because it was a precious life that was snuffed way too soon by a monster who got a million chances in this country. And turns out he was living just a few minutes away from where she was killed on that track. Uh, I mean, that is just unbelievable. That, you know, running path was literally, you look at his house, it's like a stone's throw away. And it was like a crime of opportunity from what we're hearing. We have not heard a motive as of yet. And that's what makes all of this so dangerous that there are a million people like that guy, if not more, in this country right now that probably have criminal records and who knows what their backgrounds are. We may never know until it's way too late. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on this Friday night. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Rita Cosby Show.
Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $20 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s, and less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-473-3993, and you are guaranteed a $20 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-473-3993. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-800-473-3993 now to secure your $20 Gold Liberty coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-800-473-3993. I'm Lou Dobbs. Companies in the United States are 10 times more likely to be a victim of a cyber attack, manufacturing, healthcare retail, financial services, the leading targets. Arison Cyber Z Suite provides the protection you need before your data gets stolen, bank accounts get drained, and operations are at a standstill. Call Arison today to schedule a no-obligation consultation. That's 908-878-7717. Arison, E-R-A-C-E-N-T dot com. 908-878-7717. When Jane cooks with award-winning Goya Garbanzos, she transforms her vegetable soup into a wholesome experience because they're perfectly plump and so big my friend sam is here plus goya chickpeas are so nutritious wow henry's here too i can't believe how much the kids love my vegetable soup goya garbanzos are so good everyone will want to eat at your table find them in the goya section of your local grocery store if it's goya it has to be good Cosby Show. Well, everybody has a hungry heart, but if you listen to Jill Biden, uh, she has no heart for Donald Trump. Boy, you can tell things are getting desperate because Biden's got all these surrogates now, including his wife, who really are going on the attack against Trump. That's how you know that they're worried about him. They're trying to go after him in the courtroom and everywhere else. Listen to what Jill Biden just said during a campaign event for Women's History Month in Georgia. But Donald Trump? He spent a lifetime tearing us down and devaluing our existence. He mocks women's bodies, disrespects our accomplishments, and brags about assault. Now he's bragging about killing Roe v. Wade. Just last night, he took credit again for enabling states like Georgia to pass cruel abortion bans that are taking away the right of women to make their own health care decisions. How far will he go? When will he stop? You know the answer. He won't. He won't. He said it himself last night in his own words. He's considering a national abortion ban. 
Donald Trump is dangerous to women and to our families. That's an incredible statement. Donald Trump is dangerous to our women and our families. You could just show they are getting desperate. It is clearly crunch time. And they're looking at the same polls that we are. And they're saying, boy, it looks like they are in big time trouble. And they're doing whatever Hail Mary they can do. In fact, uh, look at the latest polls. Trump is gaining, gaining, gaining. And I bet you after his visit to the border, he'll gain a lot more, as he should. And now Jill Biden becoming the attack dog. We're going to talk about all of this after the break, everybody. This is Judge Janine Pirro. Personal safety for you and your family is a year-round priority. If you haven't developed a plan, I highly recommend you put the Berna Less Lethal Pistol at the top of your list. Now you can even purchase a New York-compliant kit. That's Berna. B-Y-R-N-A. When you're looking for protection, you need a reliable tool that can send potential threats running in the opposite direction. Berna is the answer. I personally own several launchers. The New York Compliant Kit does not require a background check, and their less lethal pistols ship right to your door. Just know Berna products cannot be legally purchased or used in New York City and Yonkers. As a responsible gun owner, I fully understand the adverse ramifications of using my actual firearm. In most states, the law is not on your side. All it takes is one bad judgment call that can detrimentally affect your life. Start with less lethal force. Visit Berna.com slash Janine right now to enjoy an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase. Choose Berna for peace of mind and protection. That's BYRNA.com slash Janine. Rita Cosby is on. Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And this Back the Blue segment is sponsored by GoyaCares.com because you are a precious gift from God. Goya Cares, by the way, make sure you check it out. They do so much to protect the family and also to protect young and old from human trafficking, which is happening a lot across our southern borders. So be sure to check out GoyaCares.com. They do such incredible work and will definitely deeply inspire you. And here is a powerful story coming from Yonkers, New York. Yonkers police officers delivered another amazing job by rescuing a woman in distress who was about to jump off a parking lot roof in the downtown area. The police units responded to the top level of a parking garage in the confines of their fourth precinct for a woman who was attempting to harm herself. Emergency service officers initiated contact with the woman who was clearly in distress by establishing a rapport and pleading with her to come down from the ledge. While one officer, Officer Sandra Vasquez, was speaking to the woman, other officers established a rope safety program and secured it to the structure of the building in a matter of minutes. That rope safety system, by the way, was secured for the officers, also for their safety, in the event that an officer fell or had to go over the ledge to rescue the woman. And the officer was soon joined by others on the team, including Deputy Chief Monaco, who leads the crisis negotiation team. 
After about five minutes of speaking to the woman and trying best to calm her down, the officers observed that the woman began to lean backward over the edge, and they immediately rushed in to prevent her from falling. They rescued the woman just in the nick of time and brought her to safety. The Yonkers Police Department highlighted the amazing work of the officers, which they do every day to help the people in their community, while showing the immense amount of compassion and care that they had for this woman and for everybody in their communities. Wow, what a dramatic story. Thank goodness the woman is alive. She was taken to an area hospital and getting psychiatric evaluation and also getting checked for any physical injuries as well. What a powerful story and a great reminder of the incredible work our men and women in blue do every single day. Well, you could tell as we were talking about the border visit by Trump and Biden when President Biden goes down and he went down to Brownsville where they only had like four or five crossers in a short period of time, in a few days time. But that's clearly not a big area. It's an area that now is being protected by containers and barbed wire, courtesy of Texas Governor Greg Abbott. And that's why a lot of these people are now being rerouted. The cartels know where the opening holes are, where the soft spots are, if you will. So they're going now to Arizona. They're going now to San Diego. They're going to other places. Now, contrast that by President Trump, who also went to Texas, but he went to a hot spot, and that's Eagle Pass. That's where that Shelby Park area is. That was definitely a spot of contention between Texas Governor Abbott and the feds. And also, there are still a lot of crossings in the same amount of time. I think it's a two- or three-day span. They had about 2,000 crossers. Contrast that with the area, again, where Biden went, where there are only four. So you can guess, obviously, it was a lot busier. And it looked like two different scenes. It looked like Alcatraz, almost, if you see where Trump was. And Biden looked like he was on a vacation somewhere. There was like a little boat in the background. The sun was shining. Nothing to see here. Let's go home. Uh, And it was just preposterous because Biden started spewing all of this gobbledygook, which was, you know, you just shake your head. But here is Marjorie Taylor Greene, who says the death of Lakin Riley, the Georgia nursing student, epitomizes what happens when you have an open border. And she says she knows who is to blame. You know, for the state of Georgia, we have been grieving uh, with the family of Lake and Riley. Uh, this was a murder that should have never happened. This is a young lady that should be enjoying her, her nursing college career at the University of Georgia. That's where I graduated from college. Um, but the mayor of Athens and the sheriff uh, there should never be harboring illegal aliens. They should never be calling them an Athens man. Uh, but but the reason why Lakin Riley is no longer with us and was brutally murdered is because of the Biden administration. The Biden administration has declared war on the American people and declared war on states like the state of Texas, that the federal government is actually suing uh, in order to stop Texas from being able to defend their own border. Uh, this is a this is a crisis. I believe it's a constitutional crisis. And we have it, it's unspeakable. Um, but you're right, whether it's Lake and Riley or, or we can say Kate Steinley that we all remember years ago mm-hmm. or, or people that, that are never even mentioned on the news that are killed by illegal aliens, drunk driving or car accidents or any other kind of illegal alien crime and murder. These are all crimes and murders that should never take place yeah, because we should have a secure border. 
Yeah, there is no question about that. And in New York City, things are busting at the seams. Uh, migrant shelters are being overrun. We've heard of all these cases where they were beating the cops, remember, or throwing things at the cops at another location. Also, uh, this week we heard of this furniture store owner who ran more than it was two at first. They thought illegal migrant shelters. It turns out uh, the furniture store owner in Queens had a third pop-up location. It was at an abandoned library. Uh, It was mostly West African migrants. But, of course, that's illegal. And apparently was charging them X amount a month, uh, making business of all of this. But in the meantime, things are tough. There are all these crimes and New York financially is busting at the seams. And because of all these high profile cases like the death of Lake and Riley, all the videos of the cops again beat up in Times Square and at the Randall's Island migrant shelter. So many more different things. Well, finally, Mayor Eric Adams came out. And to his credit, he said, you know what, we need to maybe reevaluate all the sanctuary city stuff. Look, he should have said that a long time ago. I think he never should have said it to begin with, but he did. But now he is saying that violent criminals, those who are, you know, committing crimes, that they should essentially be deported immediately. And for some reason, doesn't that make sense? But for some reason, it became a big controversy. Listen to what first the mayor said. We believe in the sanctuary city status of immigrants that are here should be allowed to continue to move forward in their lives. Uh, We're talking about a specific part of it that was changed under the previous administration. From the days of Mayor Koch and Mayor Bloomberg, uh, there was a clear indicator for those who commit serious crimes in the city. uh, They should be able to be deported after they serve their time. And I continue to believe that as a former police officer. Uh, We have the job of to apprehend those who commit crimes. The prosecutors prosecute. And I think the federal government should use this authority after the time is served to deport the individual. Dangerous people, no matter if they're migrants and asylums seekers or long-term New Yorkers, should not uh, be uh, carrying out violent acts on New Yorkers. So that sounds like common sense to me, not like something controversial. And he was saying, again, if they have committed crimes, they should be deported. Well, he got slapped down very quickly by the ultra-progressive New York City Council, including the council speaker, Adrian Adams, She was like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to change a thing. Okay, you got all these deaths, you got migrant crime, you got the city busting through the seams, you got all these problems. All he's saying is if somebody commits a crime, deport them. I say uh, throw them in Rikers for the rest of their lives or after they've served the term, then deport them. I think deporting's too easy because they'll just come right back through a wide open border. That's not really a punishment. You know, with this revolving door, they'll just come right back. But... Guess what? New York City Council Speaker Adrian Adams said, uh-uh, that is way too radical, Mr. Mayor. And she said his talk is harmful. Listen to this. We are not considering laws, changes to laws. These laws have been in effect for decades. We believe in them. I think that it would be harmful to retract and go back and to go backwards instead of going forwards as far as the law is concerned. How crazy is that? It would be harmful to go back. It's actually harmful to have them keep coming and committing crimes on people. I'd say it's harmful to the police officers who get beat up. And I would say it's harmful, certainly, to Lake and Riley and her family. And she's not alone. This week, there was another high-profile case that happened in Illinois. There was another one that happened in Virginia. 
the list goes on and on and on. These are not one or two offs. These are ones that are happening all the time. And if this case of Lake and Riley doesn't shake you to your core and you still don't think you got to change it, you are clueless, Madam Speaker, and the progressives at the New York City Council. What does it take? I I mean, I, I am outraged. It's disgusting. And so New York City Councilwoman Vicky Palladino, who is a Republican, spoke out and said, listen, I support Mayor Eric Adams. At least I applaud that he's at least trying to change the process and speaking up. And yet she was disgusted, of course, understandably, that the progressive speaker at the New York City Council said, no way. Here is what Councilwoman Vicky Palladino had to say about this mess. We have seen this city council be so out of touch with reality that it's absolutely infuriating. The idea that you could get up to a podium and make a broad statement like that, knowing what's happening on the streets of your city. We represent, as elected officials, this city. You've got a job to do, and that is to back up the mayor at some point. Nobody's supposed to agree on everything all the time. But we are talking about violent criminals, that they are illegal uh, migrants, and yet they want to refer to them still as asylum seekers. These are not asylum seekers. These are people emptying out the Venezuelan jails, mixing with MS-13. My council needs to get it together and figure it out. And enough is enough. And uh, she said asylum seekers. Uh, she must have missed uh, President Biden's new memo where they're actually called newcomers. <laughs> I mean, you can't make it up. And also, Councilwoman Vicky Palladino said migrant crime is not a one-off. It's a daily occurrence. This crime wave that we've been under since the uh, illegal immigrants have started to flood our city, over 200,000 of them now. We've got a Venezuelan uh, gang mixing with MS-13. Murder and and beatdowns and uh, stabbings close to murder are happening every day in this city. It wasn't until we saw what happened with our police officers a couple of weeks ago in Times Square that that went viral. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you know, we need things to go viral for people to understand what's going on. This is every single day. It is. And it is disgusting, this denial of what's right in front of our face. We see it every day. You see the problems. It's obvious what's happening and it's obvious what caused it. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jacqueline. Jacqueline, your thoughts about all this. Rita, you know, Joe Biden and the rest of the demon rats, as I like to refer to them, they they love to play the semantics game. Now their new word or their new term is newcomers. There's one word for these individuals, as Vicky Palladino just stated in the clip you just played. It's illegals. But they are masters at redefining the meaning of words. They redefined marriage, what a woman is, what a man is, what a boy or a girl is. I mean, this is Alice in Wonderland. It's it's the upside-down world. The other other thing I'd like to say is regarding Lincoln Riley and and KJP, the the spokesgirl for uh, the current administration, you know, this is all lip service. In addition to this blowing up in their faces due to the avalanche and the tsunami of illegals overrunning our country because of 
their wide open border policies. The other night, uh, I think it was Dom who stated the current administration doesn't care about Lincoln Riley because she was white. They only care about black people like, in air quotes, St. George Floyd. Only their lives matter. Lincoln Riley's life and the rest of our lives don't matter to them. Well, by the way, Jacqueline, there's also the other inconvenient truth here, and that is that she was killed by somebody. The suspect is a guy who's a repeat offender who got a million chances that he never should have gotten, and he crossed the border initially illegally. So, well, so, so really the killer, should... the killer doesn't work their narrative either. That's the other. I think, I think the minute he does that, and. I think it's even more the focus on the border because the border, if you look at every single poll, in many cases, it's even two to one about the economy in terms of interest to people. So it is a huge issue. That's the only reason I believe Biden even just went down and did the little popover. But it just shows they are so worried. That's why he went down there. And the last thing he wants to do is draw attention, which is the same reason he doesn't talk about fentanyl either. Because he knows the minute you say fentanyl and he talks about the 100,000 fentanyl deaths, you know if the, if the card was flipped and say it was Trump who had these wide open borders, which he's obviously that's not him, but say it was and there was one death, Biden would be saying it every single day. It's just because the narrative doesn't fit what he is doing. He's responsible and he doesn't want to remind people. He wants us to think, oh, nothing to see there. Uh, your thoughts real quick, Jacqueline. You know, you're exactly correct, and and that's exactly the point. But I don't know if this is possible, but they should really seriously look into it, and some smart lawyer should really look into whether or not Lincoln Riley's family can civilly sue the state, the city of New York, and any of those responsible for letting that illegal immigrant get away and come into their state and brutally murder their beautiful daughter. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, I wonder if there are a creative attorney who could find a way, because often you can't go after a public figure, but I wonder if there is something that they can do, because you could certainly contend their actions contributed to it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Great points, Jacqueline, and how sad that it took the loss of life uh, to bring attention and, and cause the president to somehow go down to the border because of the poll numbers. How many more Lincoln Rileys do we need? That's what is the troubling question tonight. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. You are listening to The Rita Cosby Show on this busy Friday night. It's The Rita Cosby Show. I'm Lou Dobbs. Companies in the United States are 10 times more likely to be a victim of a cyber attack. Manufacturing, healthcare, retail, financial services, the leading targets. Arison Cyber Z Suite provides the protection you need before your data gets stolen, bank accounts get drained, and operations are at a standstill. Call Arison today to schedule a no obligation consultation. That's 908 878 7717. Arison, E R A C E N T.com. 908 878 7717. When Jane cooks with award winning Goya Garbanzos, she transforms her vegetable soup into a wholesome experience because they're perfectly plump and so big. My friend Sam is here. Plus, hey, Goya chickpeas up, are so nutritious. Wow, Henry's here too. I can't believe how much the kids love my vegetable soup. 
Goya garbanzos are so good, everyone will want to eat at your table. Find them in the Goya section of your local grocery store. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $20 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s, and less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-473-3993, and you are guaranteed a $20 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-473-3993. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-800-473-3993 now to secure your $20 Gold Liberty Coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-800-473-3993. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And you are listening to the Rita Cosby Show. Well, as we know, sadly, Lake and Riley's funeral was today. And President Biden did find time to tweet out this. Congress must pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act so we can make police reform the law of the land. In other words, he's focusing on reigning in police on a day like this, where everybody is thinking about Lakin Riley. And Vivek Ramaswamy, by the way, responded uh, in a tweet. And I got to read you back what he said of what President Biden's comments about the George Floyd Act today. He said, here's a better idea, Mr. President, pass the Lakin Riley Secure the Border Act so we can stop draining police resources on illegal aliens with criminal records and start deporting them instead. He ends, say her name, Mr. President. And that is a topic that is trending on Twitter right now. Everybody's saying, can't you even just say her name? It's disgusting. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan. Line one. Stan, your thoughts. Uh, I want to, two things. I want to, first of all, good evening. It's Friday. Good evening, uh, Stan. How are you? Good okay. evening. I, I woke up. That's the key. To good. The okay, thing. good. That's good. All That's right. a good Number day. One. Let's do it. Number one, I want to comment on your initial opening uh, that the president should, you think hopefully he would apologize for everything and so forth. I think he will apologize. Absolutely. When Trump apologizes for betraying this country, for bet- lying to this country. How did, how did Trump Brody, betray wait, this country? Give me a break. Then maybe he'll apologize to president. So when that guy apologizes for all the terrible things he's done to this country, then I think Mr. Biden should do the same. But right. going to happen in Stan, this world. Stan, you are in such unbelievable denial. Don't, don't you understand what happened here, especially in the Lake and Riley case? Here's this guy who had a criminal record over and over again, came into the country, kills this precious woman who was just jogging, going out for a jog. And it was clearly preventable. If he had been stopped at the border, if he had been arrested and not released, 
in these other cases. There's so many things that happened, but you can trace it all back to the fact he was able to come into this country. And when you have 10 million people coming, I'm not saying all of them are bad people because I think most of them are not. But I think there's enough of the odds that there's going to be some bad hombres like this guy. And you, you seem to think there's no problem, Stan. No, that's not the problem. I'm very sad about what happened to this lady. Absolutely. Well, this president should be sad, it's, too, it's Stan. Terrible. This president it's, should be ashamed. Well, I got news for you. When, when George Bush talks about the 3,000 people that were d- killed by people that came snuck in here, then you'll talk to me about it. He, the Republicans were involved with that. So please, don't talk to me. I'm and guess about what? Barack place. Obama deported, I think it was either two or three million. He at least deported people. Your guy has come one, come all, criminals alike. That's terrible. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.